Good day and welcome to another episode of the Footy Sphere. Today I have Tyron with me and we're going to discuss the next game week of the Premier League. Hi Ty, how are you doing? How's it Andrew? Good and you man? Good, all good. Uh, this Premier League, it never sees us to amaze. Huh? Every week you think you just can't see anything new and it's just a great league to watch, isn't it? Dude, definitely. Um, as, we, as we've seen in the last few years, that like, especially if we're looking at the top half of the table, from being in a couple of years ago when it was a dominant big four to now moving to a big five, now we're looking always talking about a big six. And I think even yeah. now, with the way this season's gone, you can even start saying that there might be a chance of a big seven coming in. Yeah, Wolves, I, I honestly do think the squad they have and the composure they're putting out, having European football and still managing to do it in the Premier League, it's it's absolutely amazing what they're doing at the moment. Yeah, that's unheard of because normally teams, like we hear this, this train of thought that teams don't want to play in the Europa League because it's going to yeah. mess up their Premier League uh, campaign. But Wolves not being the, uh, part of the traditional big sides, not having the funds that the, the traditional big sides have or the squad are making it happen and showing that you can do it. It's not something that you should fear. Um, having participation in the European leagues is something all clubs should strive for because the amount of exposure your players get it's, can only benefit the team. Yeah, 100%. Uh, they're doing quite well at the moment. It's one team where I think every single supporter of the Premier League, if you don't have a soft spot for Wolves, I think there's something maybe a little bit wrong because I think we all have like one Wolves to do a little bit well as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they're only three points behind Man United who are sitting in fifth. Um, they yeah. also, as we know, they also have a big story to tell in the season because when they started the season, they looked like the Europa League might have started to affect them. Uh, they were slipping yeah. a bit and a lot of people thought, okay, Wolves had a great season last season. Uh, I don't see them redoing it. But they've picked up and them along with the surprise package of the season, Sheffield United are pushing the big sides uh, for their top four spots. Um, although they are, like Sheffield United are currently now sitting seven points behind. For a yeah. team coming up from the championship, that's not really too bad. And Wolves also not too far behind. Yeah, because... It's weird because uh, many put Sheffield to go down, but they could be safe by literally the end of Jan, maybe beginning of Feb, they could be safe. And we look at other teams on the other side of the log. Now, if we, if we look at the other side of the table right now, a few weeks ago, you'd have said Watford were dead and buried, and they're unbeaten in their last five. Yeah, Watford. <laughs> I'm so glad to see Watford pushing themselves up because, um, yeah, we were, we were very supportive of them and they were letting us down, but they've proved it. Um, Norwich City coming in with a big bang into the Premier League season and are now looking very dangerously like they're going to go down. I mean, they are yeah. currently six points behind Bournemouth. Uh, Bournemouth also not having a very good time of it. I don't know. I just don't see them being able to make up those points to get themselves out of it, to be honest. Yeah. And and if, and if I look at like one more team that could could get sucked into this, it's Burnley. Burnley's yeah. form at the moment is really struggling, and they're really struggling to find points at the moment. And they're going up against Leicester this week, even though they're at home. Uh, the stability of Burnley at the back used to be the rock for them, and right now they're not showing that. Dude, you're absolutely right. I mean, if we look at their home form, their last four home games, they've only won one. They've lost three. Yeah. I mean, their home used to be the place where people used to fear to go. Like, Burnley was a place that you would potentially see the big teams drop points. 
and now they're mm. struggling to make their own home a fortress. They're currently sitting, if you were looking at it as a log, in the last four games, they're sitting 17th in, in home form. I mean, yeah. that's a big drop for a team like Burnley. Yeah, it, it, it is a bit of a weird one that I was, that I was looking at this weekend. Burnley is one that's really, really surprised me. And if you look at the, and then let's go through the fixtures a little bit uh, for the week ahead. And there's a few that jump out of me. The big game we'll discuss at the end. But the few others that could be uh, interesting this week is the, um, where is it? The Southampton game. With Southampton play Wolves. And yeah. Saints are beating five. And they going about their merry way. Danny Ings can't stop scoring. And they're just happy as happy can be. They look like they're going to be safe. Where a few weeks ago, we thought they would be a relegation candidate. Yeah, definitely. I mean, in their last six matches, home and away, they fourth. If we had to put the league there, they're sitting fourth. But putting oh. away nine goals, conceding only four. So they yeah. they are they are really showing a strong thing. But also, Wolves, as we know, are not a team to be messed with. If we're looking at their last six, Wolves themselves are like pretty much mid-table. They're they're tenth. Last six games, they've won two, drawn one, lost three. So. Yeah. This will be, like you said, it definitely does jump out. It's going to be a very yeah. interesting game to watch. And if, if you look at the, oh, one other one, because uh, Man City, mm. um, they're going to they're host their bogey side. They're playing Crystal Palace. And Palace, yeah. for some reason, just, just keep turning it out. When you think they can't score goals, they'll do something just to find a point, find the win, and they keep their top half of the table. Still doing what they do. Yeah, uh, we know. Well, they drew with Arsenal this last game week. Um, yeah. But Arsenal, we know Arsenal's issues, Arsenal's struggles that they're going through. Yeah. It's City coming away with a six-one hammering at Aston Villa. Um, Aguero yeah. break getting that hat trick there. Um, yeah. I know we say that Crystal Palace can show up, but I think City, although Pep Guardiola has can't already kind of admitted that he feels his team are not in the race anymore, they're too far behind Liverpool, they're not going to sit back. They're not just, even, although he says it, they will still push and get as many points as they have can. And right now they kind of have to if they want any form of magic to happen. They cannot let slip anymore. And I think that 6-1 yeah. demolishing of Aston Villa shows their intent. Yeah, I agree with you completely. That was an absolute... Oh, it was such a good game to watch if you're uh, neutral. And the one other game that I'm looking at here that really that jumps out of the paper with me is that Sheffield United versus Arsenal. If you ever, if you, if you, if you ever tell me, beginning of the season, you come into the middle of January, Sheffield United are four points above Arsenal and have... Yeah. Looking at it, they're a better form guide at the moment. Arsenal do not have a bombing for this game. They're leaking goals at the back. Uh, the fans are all up in arms, and Sheffield could go to Europe. <laughs> Imagine being an Arsenal fan where you were sitting in the Champions League. Um, you'll give me the correct stat there for so many years in a row. Yeah. Now you might even fall out of Europa, and a team like Sheffield United is going to take their place in Europe. That's um, not easy taking for any Arsenal fans right now. Yeah, it's a bit weird. But then you look at the squad and you and you think to yourself, how how are they losing? How don't how can they put it together? If I say up front, they got Lacazette, they got Pepe, they got 
Aubameyang in the midfield, they got Uzel in the back line, they got David Luiz, they got a good keeper in Bernard Leno. And the core of that team is strong, but it just can't seem to work at the moment. Yeah, it's there's definitely an identity issue going on at Arsenal. Um, yeah. They look, it, it's tough. It's hard to say because I mean they spent so many years under Arsene Wenger, and that was their identity. Yeah. Um, you kind of see a similar thing happening at Manchester United with Ferguson. I mean, he was there for so long. When he mm-hmm. left, there was a crisis of identity, and I think both those clubs, not just Arsenal, both. United and Arsenal are struggling to form a new identity outside of their, those long-standing managers that did so well for the clubs. Yeah, one, yeah, I, I agree with you there, one, 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 100%. So, let's talk about the big game of the weekend. Huh? Yeah. The, that United-Liverpool fixture. United won to absolutely wreck the invincible season, make sure Liverpool drop points, and Liverpool just, just demolish their rival. Yeah, so this is a very interesting one because I think if there's any team in the Premier League that does not want Liverpool to, number one, win the league, let alone let them have an invincible season, it will be Manchester United who will gun out to make sure that that doesn't happen. Um, Despite them having a very topsy-turvy season, they're sitting fifth, they're not falling too far behind. They've managed to get themselves back into the fight for top four, but... It's like if we're going to talk stats, we can't really talk much about Liverpool. I mean, we know yeah. <laughs> with Liverpool, they've only what they've drawn one game, they haven't lost a game, they've won the rest of their games. So at home, they've in their last four, they've played four, one, four, scored 10, conceded two. United, on the other hand, away from home, are sitting seventh in that form table if we're taking their last four matches where they've won two, lost two. But then again, it's the North Northwest Derby. Um, anything can happen. Liverpool, if they want to make a statement and say this league is definitely ours, this is also a game where they can do it. If they can blow United out, I think they'll prove a lot of people who think Liverpool might still bottle it wrong. And yeah. I think Liverpool will push on from there. Yeah, I, I, I'm just looking at it. And then um, after, because I watched a bit of the game last night, and it looks like Rashford could be out of that game as well. He came on for a couple of minutes and then yes. it looked like, he, looked like he pulled up in that game. And Rashford has been a source of goals for them for the last few weeks. You look at mm. how he played Spurs and he's form in, in, in the league at the moment. He's the second highest uh, scoring forward when it comes to fantasy. He's absolutely keen at, 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 at the moment. And I think that could be an indication that United could go defensive and just hope for something, something on the break and just looking for something just to close up shop. Yeah, um, Liverpool. So if we talk talking about injuries uh, with Rashford potentially being out, Mason Greenwood, though, who's been getting a little bit more game time and showing some incredible form. So, and he's a, a United youngster. He will definitely have mm-hmm. a special place in his heart in this fixture. So, he will want to come out and put give his all. So I think even though Rashford's out with a player like Greenwood coming in, he could be a surprise factor for United yeah. in this match. And going on what you said in terms of the counter-attack, Adam, Liverpool have a big boost coming back. Uh, the, probably one of the best players to stop counter-attacks for Binho. He's yeah. back in full training with the team and he could 
uh, be making an appearance this game. Um, but then again, he hasn't really featured much. I don't know if Klopp's going to put him into such an important fixture. But mm. Jordan Henderson can handle it. He's not as effective as breaking up the counter-attack as Fabinho. But like looking at Liverpool's squad and the way they're playing and the way it's working for them, it's, it's hard to find holes in this team. True. Uh, uh, even the game this week, Washington's game, it is defensively sound. The midfield is absolutely bossing it. The forwards, it's unbelievable that forward line. Allison is in such good form at the moment. You can't mm. find a fault or a negative, uh, negative point for this team at the moment. And I actually see them just going about their way and just pushing United to one side and just saying, all right, let's get on with it. So, like, we, if we're looking at their last six matches, home and away, Liverpool have scored 13 goals. They haven't conceded a single goal in their last six. Yeah. yeah. Uh, United, on the other hand, they've also, okay, on the goal-scoring front, they've done pretty well. They've, they've put away 11, uh, but they've conceded six. So, United, in terms of goal-scoring stats, it's not too bad, but yeah. Liverpool's defensive record in their last six games is just impeccable. Yeah. 100%. They've actually been such an amazing team to watch over the last few years. Right. Um, with that, let's move on to our fantasy yeah. uh, the fantasy part of this show. Um, yeah. Um, fantasy over December was a bit weird from what our picks were. And uh, with me personally, I, I think I cost myself about 50 points in December from chasing points. And I always say you don't chase points, but I did it anyway and cost me about 50 points. So, uh, now it's time to recover and see where we can go with all the double game weeks coming through. Um, the one thing I talk about this week is the form guide and how the form guide has been going. If he's still not on Danny Ings, he's been through his tough fixtures. Yeah. He, in, in his next eight game weeks, he only plays Liverpool. So even if you don't have him, now's the time to maybe bring in Danny Ings. The form trumps everything. He's the most form player in the league. Behind uh, Kevin De Bruyne and um, uh, Salah and Mane, so you just can't look past innings at the moment, and people should be looking to bring him in. The other thing is, this is the, after this game week, Liverpool do have their double. Yeah. So many people are looking at maybe the double defenders with the amount of assists and clean sheets Liverpool have kept. As you said, the last six have kept clean sheets. Yeah. So. People are looking to maybe double up, go Trent, and to go uh, Robertson, and maybe even captain in one of them. That sounds crazy, but the way Liverpool play at the moment, I wouldn't put it past them at, to put something out the uh, hat there. Who are their fixtures in that double game week? I know one of them is West Ham. Uh, the fixtures for them in the double game week, that is game week 24, is West Ham away and Wolves away. Even though Wolves away, I still, yeah, I still trust. Liverpool there. The other thing that you have to look at is with the double game week, there's still other teams you can look at. So maybe bringing in Jimenez, bringing in Bert, I mean, no, not Bertrand Traore, because uh, uh, Dima Traore. And those are the players you need to be looking at for the double game. Mm-hmm. Really, really getting everything out of this, ga- this, this uh, double game week. So, would you recommend guys who still have it to have their free hits and put in as many players from these teams in this double game week as possible? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, for this double game week, I would. And 
depending on how many players you have. That's the biggest thing. Most most people already have two to three Liverpool players. Yeah. So if you make two changes, you can already have five players out of your eleven or the double gaming. Let's say you already have three Liverpool players. You only have to put in two, maybe Wolves players to bring up your total to five players. So it maybe would be a waste. But one thing you have to look at is Man City will are looking to go into the Carabao Cup final as well. So they're going to have their double game week coming up as as well, and the FA Cup as well. So maybe look for the latter rounds when there is maybe four to five teams with a double game week, and maybe you can use it then. You just try to fill up your squad with like as many players from those teams as possible. Yeah, because right. the one thing is the fixtures aren't great. As Liverpool, even though they've been great where they are, both games are away. Yeah. So I'd prefer to maybe have a bit of an easier run and and go from there. Um, in terms of captaincy options and where the game is going, uh, you have to look at fixtures at the moment. Wolves' fixtures after this game week is terrible. They really, really they in the next four they have three hard fixtures. I think it's Leicester, Liverpool, and Manchester United. Maybe looking to maybe keep one and not maybe both players after the double game week. Okay. Watford have been Watford have been on the rise. You look at Saw, you look at Dini. Those are players right now where they just they've been unbelievable at the moment, and the prices and the price point is so cheap. Uh, you're looking at six point two for Saw, and you're looking at six point two as well for Dini. Those are the type of players that should be looking to maybe come into the teams. Okay, interesting. I'll definitely yeah. uh, keep that in mind. And yeah. you were going to say your captain's picks. Who are you backing? Uh, this is a difficult one. Um, actually, it's not that difficult. <laughs> Burnley have been leaking goals home and away the whole season. The juggernaut cool. that Leicester is coming through and Vardy, after being rested for a couple of weeks, he got an assist in the cup game. So... I can't look past uh, Jamie at the moment. Jamie's been absolutely unbelievable the last few weeks. Even though he is away, you have to be looking at that. Uh, the other one that's a bit risky is a Man City player against Palace. Even though Palace is their bogey team, City's scoring record at the moment, just you just can't seem to stop them. So mm. that's the other one I'll be looking at. Maybe at a KDB or... Um, Aguero at the moment because form trumps everything in this game and those are the players you should be looking at. If, let's say you were a very brave Liverpool fan and you wanted to captain one of your Liverpool players, who, in your opinion, would be the best pick as a Liverpool player for a captain in this game? In this Week. game? Oh, all the front three have been in such good form, but I can't look past money at the moment. I really, really can't. It's just, it is the way he's playing at the moment. I know Bobby Firmino is this unselfish, great forward, probably the best forward in the league at the moment. But in fantasy terms, you need someone who's going to stick it in the back of the net and is just going to be there throughout. And I just like uh, Sadio Mane in this game. You wouldn't... um back like a Trent Alexander-Arnold for the clean sheet and perhaps a cross-in for an assist. It is a young Liverpool lad playing against Man United. 
if you if you really really risk taker, I think I think I would, especially if uh, Marcus Rashford's out of this game week. Maybe watch out tomorrow for the press interviews and see what uh, Solskjaer says. If Rashford's out, they will play a different way, and it could be a seventh straight clean sheet for Liverpool this weekend. All right. Yeah. Anything else you want to add on for the fantasy Premier League? No, it's, uh, it could be a good game week this week. I think it could be a high-scoring one this week. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to watch as always. Andrew, thank you so much for the for your time, for the chat. It's always good to hear your knowledge out here. Same with you, John. Hope you have a good week and enjoy the football. Thanks, man. You too. We'll chat soon. Yeah, bye-bye. Cheers.